Hello and welcome to episode 83 of the AG Podcast. I'm your host today, the Ash Cohen 09, and joining me on today's episode is, as always, Jaminator. Good evening, pal. Good evening, mate. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Got the sniffles. Not COVID, thankfully, but um, doing all right. Uh, and also joining us on today's episode is everyone's favourite, Andy Brill. Good evening, Andy. Evening, evening all. Nice to be back. It's been a little while. Yeah, no, thank you for coming on. Um, you know, it's, it's always good to have you on. Uh, so we're just going to run down we're the agenda to. for today's episode. Uh, we're going to start off with Division 1, uh, followed by Division 2. We're then going to hear from Bertie and the latest from the AG Clubhouse. Uh, we're then going to have a little look at Division 3. We are then going to have a little bit of a discussion around the F1. Obviously, a new season is starting uh, in the next week on a new game. Um, obviously, there is the sign-up thread at the moment, and we're just going to have a little discussion about what we think should happen in terms of whether we should go back to two divisions or stay with three. Um, so we'll have a little chat about that. We'll then uh, end off with Division 4, and then we will uh, end off with podcast predictions, uh, which we will then revisit on the next episode. So... Uh, we'll start with Division 1, and at the moment, well, I say at the moment, it, it's pretty much broken down into 1A and 1B. Um, so, obviously, Ben A.J. Cooper and Berger Boy tie neck and neck. Exact same record. Um, Berger has scored a goal less than Ben A.J. Cooper, both on 27 points. Yourself in jam, uh, yourself in third, uh, well, 11 points. There's a 16-point gap there between... Uh, um, third and second. Obviously, Sweaty's got a couple of games as well, who is currently in fourth, uh, you know, to possibly catch up. Uh, Aaron in fifth, Brian in sixth, uh, myself in seventh, Buncey in eighth, Sean in ninth, and Morris in tenth. So, um, I know we're waiting for a couple of games to be sort of put through on this, um, so there will be some movement by the time the podcast comes out. Um, but let's start at the top, Jam. Um, ben and Berger, clearly no one else is going to catch up with them this season. Um, who do you think going into the final stretch? Remember, we've got eight games left of the season. Um, and by the time, you know, the next podcast comes around, one of them may have faltered. Who do you think is going to go, go the distance? Um, I mean, it, it, just before I answer that, I think it's interesting because uh, when you look at the, uh, the the actual records, I think that the focus of one nine, drawn zero, lost one. Their lost game, I think they, they picked up three points off each other. each other, yeah. Yeah, so it's re- it is really interesting that it just can't be split, and the goal difference is only there only one goal difference between them, um, which uh, which is really interesting. It's funny because I still have both of these to play, um, mm. and if that hadn't been the case, I would have said Berger would probably go on to win it. Um, but sort of taking everybody else out of it, you know, Ben, I, I, I've played him a few times, and I don't think I've ever beat him. Berger. Again, in head-to-head, so it's different to league games, but I can beat Berger. On my day, I can beat Berger. Whereas Ben, I don't know if I would be able to. Um, And there's that little bit of needle there between the two of us. So as much as I think out of the two, I do know Berger more, so I probably would like him to win. I think it'd be interesting if it was potentially me that managed to stop him doing it. That would be quite fun. (laughs) You'd like that, wouldn't Um, you? (laughs) I would very much like that. But, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's fantastic to see those two going at it. Uh, very much the Liverpool and Man City of, of the AG leagues. Um, but, you know, look, I, 
I'll settle for being best of the rest, Ash. You know me. You know yeah, well, I'm, I'm well, sitting there in third at the you moment, know, on merit. At the moment, just ignore yeah. the game. Ignore the, ignore the games played. <laughs> That's it. Ignore the games played. Just look at the points. That's it. Ignore the minus seventeen goal difference as well. Just, uh, yeah. just look at the games. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you brought yeah. it up. Um, so obviously, just looking at your record, you know, one three, drawn two, lost five, very mixed. You know, it's 20, 22 goals scored. Um, and then obviously those 39 conceded mm. and it's the worst in the league as you just alluded to you might the goal difference is minus 17 and that might end up yeah. proving costly come the end of the season I, I have no doubt it will however um, again if you said to me right now you're going to have a season in the division one and you're going to by the half you know by sort of pretty much halfway um, which obviously is where we're at now that I'll be on 11 points I'd have snapped your hand off Absolutely. Because if I can anyway, if I can anyway near replicate that, if I could pick up another, I would say eight points, eight or nine points tops, I reckon I could stay up because I don't think there's many people that could better that, or there might be two people worse than that, I should say. Yeah. In the uh, in the rest of the division, oh, but yeah. I would be happy. I would be happy. Well, maybe happy is the wrong word. I would be quite content dropping back down into Division 2 because that don't is now that. more my level. Don't, don't well, it is. That. It's more my level. <laughs> I'd, I'd openly admit that. No, they're looking for someone in Division 2. Um, <laughs> as long as I can have Shelbourne squad as well. Yeah. No yeah, I mean, the rest of the league is really interesting because, you know, we talked about Berger and Ben being in those top two spots and then you, you look from yourself in third at the moment on 11 points down to mm. Morris on four points. It's only a seven-point um, gap. So, you know, yeah. it could swing either way, you know, at, at any point. I mean, at, yeah, go on, go on. I was going to say something. I was, I was to say, especially when you consider the fact that again, some people have played 10 games, some people have played four games. I mean, Bunsey, he's just sent me a picture through. He, he chopped the end of his fingers off with a knife um, the, the other week. <laughs> yeah. Not on purpose, mind. No. Not some sort of sycophant. Um, <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, no, he uh, he's done himself an injury. So, um, you know, again, he might be not being able to play for a, a little while. And by the time he gets around to playing, he might end up coming in some sort of crazy form and winning all these games. Maybe. Um, it's, it's a real weird one. And, you know, you look at Sweaty down there on, on six games played. If he wins the next four games in hand that he's got on the people above him, he could be up there in third quite comfortably, only a point behind the two, two other lads. So it, for me, it's... I know obviously it's, it's, we're only halfway, so it's definitely not over, but it's quite, for me, it's quite interesting and, and fun to be involved in Division One that actually looks like people have got something to fight for. Mm. The fact that there's this genuine spread, it's kind of like, we see, again, like we see in real life, that you've got two people, arguably three, if you, if you take Sweaty into account, that are going for the title, and everybody else is just scrambling for any position they can find at the minute, which is, um, yeah, it's, it's great to be involved in. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, Andy, a name that I, I sort of want to talk about, just because it surprises me where they are, is, is Brian. You know, he's played eight, won two, drawn two, lost four, um, on minus four goal difference as well, so not not fantastic. Um, this is a guy that won the league. Um, you, you know, it's, it's not gone well for him this season. Um, why do you think that's the case? And, and do you think, you know, sort of looking at, you know, we, I mean, we talk about this division that he's on eight points. He wins the two games he's got around people. He could quite easily propel himself to fourth, um, you know, or above. Do you expect him to do that in the next couple of games? Do you think maybe a point has changed? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It seems like he's done what Aaron did last season. Obviously, the season prior to that, 
Aaron won undefeated and he piss poor the following season. So Brighton seems to be following the same route. Very surprised to see him down that low, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him start picking up points. Um, of course, he's won his last two games as well. Um, I think it's current form. Uh, sorry about that wrong way around. Um, on a losing streak of three, but <clears throat> I would be very surprised by the end of the season if he isn't around fourth and third, because he's a lot better than his form suggests. Yeah, I mean, you don't go from being, you know, winning the league and uh, and being good to being shit um, without something. I mean, maybe it's just, you know... Um... And won the cup the season before as well, didn't he? Uh, yes, I think he did as well. Yeah, he lost the Aaron in the uh, Super Cup final. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he'd propel himself up. I mean, I'm just, um, I'm just having a quick little look um, at who his next games are against. Because um, I know... I, I, I took a couple of points off him at the start of the season by fluke, but I, I'll take any points I can get in this division. Um, so he's got Morris... Um, he's got Morris to play um, which obviously Morris is at the bottom of the table and we, we'll come to this in a second um, so he, his games if he wins those two games against Morris he, he goes into you know at least fourth so I, I, I personally think he'll, he'll push himself up there um, on the bottom Sean and Morris Jam can you see them pushing realistically when you look at the other names in this division out of there I mean I know we talked about obviously you know the gaps that the points are very small between sort of third and tenth so it can change but realistically do you think it will yeah I mean I, I definitely think they can um, I think again Morris is someone who's always given me a good game when I've played him uh, Sean he sort of I seem to be his bogey team Um uh, as you know, having picked four points off him against this season, um, I think that this could potentially be the year that Sean, or the season associated, so that Sean um, drops down. Uh, but Morris, I could, I could quite easily see getting getting out of trouble, or at least getting into that relegation playoff spot. Um, but yeah, no, it's going to be tough at the end of the day. It really is. I, again, I think because there's so many factors to consider, Bunsy's games in hand, um, you know, the games that still have to go on, you know, you've just said, obviously, before the podcast, you've just beat Aaron twice. Um that you know that puts him on 12 games played with with eight games lost so yeah it's uh you know it, it, it's, it's going to be really interesting but we'll see we'll see come the end of the season where people are out obviously and i think that it's there's going to be there's definitely going to be twists and turns you know we, we've said in the past you can sometimes start to see the season taking shape after this sort of point you know when people, people have taken 10 games in um i think this apart from arguably the top two and and, and add sweaty into the mix i i, I think this could be be, could be anything by the end of the season. Any, you know, come to the end of the podcast when we make predictions. Yeah. Anybody making predictions um, that don't involve the top two or three in uh, in the division one are going to be uh, going to be in for a, a real struggle. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Let's move on, and we're going to move on to division two. Um, and again, there's a run from top to bottom. So Mark is currently uh, top, uh, followed by Plunkett. Uh, Sofa is in third, Roofman is in fourth, MJG is in fifth, Eamon Raz is in sixth, Hilly is in seventh, and Bertie is currently in eighth. So I'm going to start um, with yourself, Andy. I mean, looking at the division, uh, Mark, you know, he's played eight, won seven, only lost one. Um, finding a little bit of form this season. Um, you know, ten goals, uh, a ten goal difference as well. He's only conceded nine, best defensive record in that division. Um 
do you think as we've sort of progressed a little bit with the higher rated players that you know perhaps have suited him and you know getting the sort of more pacier players in do you expect him to stay there do you think 100 percent bearing in mind he's got the two games in hand as well on uh, yes you know plunking so far yeah yeah especially the fact we're getting the 75 76 is in it's more the rating he prefers are going to get better um they suit his style of play better significantly and it is definitely showing the fact that he's i said four games in hand on plunkett two games in hand on sofa um four on phil and ahead of them all i can't see him catching him um i'm not sure if mark and plunkett have played, played each other yet um, if they haven't, that could be quite interesting. I think that would probably uh, decide yes. the title. Yes, I think they have played each other. Mark took six points. Ah, perfect. Yeah, I say it's Mark's to lose. Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely yeah. to lose on that one. I mean, just obviously, Mark has actually got four games in hand on Plunkett. So if he wins all those games, he will be uh, 13 points clear, um, which then it makes it very difficult. Bear in mind, there's only eight obviously in this division at the moment until a replacement is found um for Shelbourne. Mm-hmm. so you possibly have got you know only another what six maybe six you know a couple of match days um in this I, think, I think we just have to just just having looked at, at the most recent results i think we just have to caveat it slightly in the sense that i don't know whether joe and marcus are just counting the fact that maybe they're not going to find a replacement for Shelbourne. Because it looks as though every time the fixture comes out, they're just basically defaulting one nil wins to Shelbourne's yeah. opponents. Yeah, but that hasn't happened with everybody. So because you can tell, you know, Bertie has not got any wins. Hilly's only got one win. Mm. Raz has only got two wins, but they're against Bertie and, and Hilly. So I think you've kind of got all those people that haven't had those um, those six points yet. You've got to factor that in as well. So you look at Plunkett, you know, his last two, it says he's won his last two, but actually they were against Shelbourne. So you'd argue that he'd actually be on about 14 points, yeah. you know, and be level with River and be level with Sofa. And well, saying that Sofa's done the same. Sofa's got his last two against uh, Shelbourne as well. So I think that is something that's important to factor in that the guys have, you know, that haven't actually come round to play in Shelbourne yet or to, you know, having the buy against Shelbourne have that six points to be added on. Yeah. Um, so it, it it makes it really difficult for us to look at it and actually you know have any sort of clear picture in terms of who's going to do what. Yeah. Um, apart from what we can do in terms of when we play in events and when we play um, you know sort of head to heads. And and for me, you're absolutely right with what you've both said. I think that Mark, Sofa, and for me River. Um, I think Plunkett is a great player. Yeah. But I do think that it'll be Sofa, Mark, and River that take those top three spaces personally. You think River will go above Sofa? No, no. I think that at this point, I think it will be um, Mark, Sofa, River in, in that order, in, oh, in my opinion. Okay. Um, but I think Plunkett will drop down to fourth, which will be harsh on Plunkett. But I do think that that yeah. Riverman. Um, it's difficult because he doesn't like the whole stop-start nature of being in a smaller league. That is then for you know it's been made smaller by Shelbourne dropping out. Mm. Um, which you know is, is one of those things. You know, is, is if you know, is no one blaming Shelbourne for that. But it was typical. Unfortunately, it was in the one that already was a smaller league as, as it was. Yeah. Um, yes. But, I know. Uh, I, know yeah, I know River likes the, uh, the the size of these leagues, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, and a name I just I want to talk about is Eamon Raz. 
Um, you know, he played six, won two, drawn two, lost two. So a complete mixed record. Obviously, you know, uh, his squad is lower than uh, those in the divisions. He does like the lower rated players. Um, looking at those around him, obviously Hilly. You know, Hilly's in this division this season. It is currently in the uh, the relegation playoff spot. Um, you know, and Bertie, as we alluded to, is yet to take a win. But then he has only played the four games. Um, you know, so they're, they're still early on in that case. Um, uh, Raz, Hilly and Bertie, 6th, 7th and 8th. It, it's difficult looking to see them pushing higher in that division, isn't it? You know, MJG. I mean, could MJG be dragged into that sort of bottom, uh, you know, bottom three spots? Do you think um, he 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 definitely could? But I think that it's you 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 are looking at this. We we said about Division One being again. Well, I said Division One being sort of a top two or three, then everyone else having a, a bum fight between them. In this division, it is literally you go to River in fourth, you draw a line under that. And then it's the other four. And I'm I'm not trying to do MJG down by that because I know he's on 14 points and Rivers on 15. And, you know, MJG's closer to the top um, the top four than he is the, the bottom three, if we discount Shelbourne. Um, but based on form, based on um, gameplay and, and squads and all this sort of thing, for me, you, you, go back, you go past River in fourth, you draw a line and you say that it's out of the, the four players, it's, um, it's the, they're fighting for two spots. If they want to stay up, and it's, it's as clear as that for me. Yeah, I mean the, the one, the one, the one thing I would say, just really, really quickly. Sorry. Yeah. Aside from potentially Joe um, or Jeff, and obviously we're getting ahead of ourselves in into Division Three. Um, I, I think that I would back any of those four players to do a job against whoever's in that playoff, if you know, if and when that comes round. Um, so again, you are saying that obviously a playoff is a lottery, but you are looking that there's only potentially one that's going to get relegated out of um, out of Division Two this season. Yeah, yeah, possibly. I mean, Brilly, Hilly, what's he going to do? I reckon, I reckon he's got enough. <clears throat> obviously, he's on his honeymoon at the minute as well, so I think he's going to come back nice and relaxed in a really good mood and just be able to smash it past everyone. So I can see him just about staying up. I reckon he's going to finish the season in fifth place. Interesting. There we go. I hope you're listening, Hilly. Um, <laughs> right. He's not right. I've been nice to him for a change. <laughs> you know you wouldn't get it back. Um, right. Exactly. Let's move on, and we're going to move over to the AG Clubhouse, uh, where Bertie's going to give us the latest of what's been going on. So, uh, Bertie, take it away, please. Thanks, guys, and welcome to the Garvin section of the podcast. We've had two events since I was with you last. First of all, we visited in week six a beautiful course in Denmark called Daisy Village. Here it was a great battle between Gasgrass and Suited Recluse, with the former winning on 800 by just one shot. The following week, week seven, we visited Palmerstown. Now this is a real course in Kildare, just outside Dublin, which I myself play quite regularly, as does New Wins and he used his local knowledge very well in this one to contest the leaderboard. In the end though, Big B won on minus nine under, Wince was second on minus eight, with Buncey and Paul Lowe's tying on minus seven for a third. Buncey had a fantastic round here, shooting 15 under gross. In the overall standings, Big B now has a commanding lead thanks to his victory. He's on 131 points, 
Bonzi is a good distance behind on 104 with Suter Recluse on 102 and myself on 101. Meanwhile, thanks to Bonzi missing the last event really, I have a 17 point lead in the final five. On to next week and if anyone's thinking of taking up the game, send me a PM, it's a great game. Keep up the good work boys. Cheers. Thank you very much for that Bertie. Right, Division 3. Um, again, top to bottom. So, Wince and Jeff currently first and second. Uh, Big B is in third. Diodex in fourth. Storm fifth. Joe sixth. Worm seventh. Rhinoceros. Red Rhinoceros in eighth. And then Lost Boy and Tuggers. Uh, Tuggers? Tuggy ni- uh, ninth and tenth. So, let's start at the top. Um, Wince. He's played 10, won 8, lost 2. He's got a you know goal difference of uh, 10. Not the best goal difference in this league. Jeff has uh, currently got a better goal difference. And actually, just looking at the games, you know, Jeff's got two games in hand on Wince. And if he wins them both, he'll go top of the league. Um, and even Big B could take him, um, you know, could go above him. I mean... <sighs> This league, I mean, I've sort of, we, I think we may have mentioned it on the previous podcast, Jam, that this league, mm. there's a few names in this division that could do, go really, you know, could do really well and sort of take the title. You know, Wince, Jeff, Big B, um, you know, those three names in particular. And then, you know, names in the past that have maybe pushed on, you know, at some point. I mean, Worm, you know, that season that he had in Division 4. I mean, yeah, I know... You know the season that he had. I think it was a goal. Was it Martis, Martinez or one of his players mm. got like top goal scorer? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so if he had another season like that, he could have pushed on. Um, there's a few names in this division that could take it, and it's it's pretty hard to call. But um, Winch, Jeff, Bry, um, early on, it, it's been good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think again, it's it's, it's easy to, to sort of to, to say that. I think that when you look at those three where they are, um, again, unfortunately, we're in the same boat that we're in with with Shelbourne, where um, Tuggy I think has, has quit the leagues. Um, oh, of course, yeah. So, yeah. so again, again, you've got everybody up to this point having defaulted points, um, which again, it just like we said in Division Two, makes it really difficult to to see where everybody's at. Um, but it's uh, it, it's sort of. <sighs> It makes it difficult, but not not impossible to predict. Like I say again, for me, I still think Wins will be well up there, and I think he will win the division. Um, like I said that from from day one, to be honest. Um, the other thing you've got as well, some people that have already maybe played Tuggy because he has played some league games, they might have actually beaten more than one nil, so they might be quite frustrated actually. Um, and obviously, it's fair this way, but um, they'll be frustrated. Sorry, Tuggy, I don't think Tuggy did get a game played in the end at all. Oh, did he not? No, I think right, he's literally okay. right from match day one. It was a chase, chase, chase. I know, obviously, his missus has recently had a kid, so I just don't think he could get on. Yeah. But I think literally match day one onwards has all been defaulted 1 0. Right, okay, fair enough. That that would make sense then. Um, but yeah, for me, I think that um, top of the table, I would say Wince. Um, I think he's got enough to take it every time you, you play him. He's sort of he's quite a tricky customer. Mm. Um, again, you know, you look at, for example, Diadex sat there in, in fourth position. Yeah. It's one of those that we say, you know, look, wins, you know, to win one and, and lose one, you still get more points than if you draw both. Mm. Uh, and, but he's in a situation where he's drawn absolutely none. It's either a win or a, a loss win this or season. Loss. Yeah, he's yeah. won more. He, he's won more than he's lost. But, you know, if he can turn one, maybe two of those losses into a, a couple of draws mm. you know he's up there in the sort of second and third positions as well and he's still massively <sighs> outperforming people's yeah. expectations so, <clears throat> that's it 
it's it is interesting. Di- di- Diodex in Division Two. Let's 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 think. <laughs> Maybe you know we might the, have the rage on it. We'll have the same effect that we. Be, uh, well, crazy. Rhino came out of this uh, the, the bottom division and came into this one. Um, I mean, mm. let's talk about Rhino. Um, Brilly, obviously at the moment is in the relegation playoff, so you know he, he may uh, he may end up staying around those sort of spots come the end of the season, and it might just be a, a one season thing for him. Um, you know, he's played eight, only won one game. That did come in his last set of um, games against Worm. Uh, drawn three, lost four. I mean, based off, you know, what you played of him last season and, you know, in the past, do you think he's got enough to stay up in that division when you look at the other names in there? I mean, obviously, you know, Joe, Storm, Worm, in those sort of middle spots that perhaps he could drag into the mix. Unfortunately, no. Um... In all honesty, I think it's going to be either Rhino or Worm automatically down, and the other one in the relegation playoff. I do think Lost Boy will pull away. I just don't think Rhino's got enough in that division against who's in there. Obviously, Joe's too far down at the moment because he's obviously got a lot of games in hand, so I do think he'll pull away from it. Storm, surprisingly, at the start of the season, is doing quite well because he's actually found his tackle button from the beginning, apparently. Um, <laughs> Big B, Jeff, Wince, where you'd expect them to be. Yeah, that's it. Only surprise in that division for me is Dio um, being as high as he is. Um, really happy on the amount of times he, as Jam rightly said, rages. Um, seeing that quite high up. <laughs> Rhino, start of the season, his goal must have just been to survive this season. Mm. I just don't think he's got it in him. So. I, I, I would say that it's, it's a really interesting couple of games coming up for Rhino because he's got Lost Boy tomorrow night that he's just arranged, probably tonight by the time this goes out. Um, and uh, and Joe, he's got a, a Ranger fixture with as well. So, you know, if he can come out of those games with, you know, seven, nine points, he's, you know, he's doing really well out of those games if he can do that. Uh, the main one has to be Lost Boy. If he can, yeah. again, because Tuggy is obviously going to be bottom now, there is one automatic um, relegation place available. If Rhino can do a double over Lost Boy and get six points, or vice versa, obviously, if Lost Boy can do a double over Rhino, that pretty much could condemn this early on the loser to um, to, to relegation, uh, depending on what obviously happens with Worm. But you wouldn't, uh, if, if you think about the top of Division 1, we said, obviously, you know, the sort of top two or three are going to stay there. Mm. Again, unfortunately, you look at the bottom of Division 3 and it, that relegation place is probably going to go to one of Worm, Rhino or Lost Boy. Um, and you can't really see any other takers for it. No, not at all. No, I mean, who knows? Maybe we might get a Rhino pain playoff. Uh, <laughs> could you, could <laughs> you imagine? Rhino, Red Rhinoceros and Pain Whales in the playoff. Maybe we see a switch. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, right, let's move on. And before we go to Division 4, um, we're just going to have a little brief discussion about F1. So obviously a new season is on the horizon. Sign-ups are currently still open. Um, if you've not put your name down, uh, do, because it's always good fun. Uh, we're going to be playing on F1 2021, which is on Game Pass. Um, 
And obviously, you know, those that have played in the F1 before know that at the end of every season, we have a bit of a feedback thread where we sort of discuss, you know, ideas about what, what should happen the following season. And um, obviously this season that's just gone, we've been in three divisions, um, you know, and I think we've had, um, yeah, because Jam Division 1 and then myself and Brilliant Division 2 and then um, Division 3. Um, and then one of the, uh, you know, I mean, one of the ideas and discussions around this, you know, upcoming season is whether to keep it as three divisions um, or go back down to two divisions i mean uh, jam what, what are your thoughts on that what, what would you do two divisions or three divisions yeah i mean mine's always always been sort of clear from from when we changed to three actually i think that again i'm not going to turn around here and be a hypocrite <clears throat> for me i think that three divisions was a really really good idea in principle and i, I really liked it um and and myself and 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 yourself ash and, and i think you as you as well brother you know the three of us yeah. are, are regular attendees of the uh, of the monday night race i think i only missed two at the end because of my honeymoon so um otherwise you know i was never present and it's part of a it's really really part of of, of ag now the f1 um but when you turn up on a Monday night, as it started to transpire after sort of, you know, three, four seasons, in, three, four races in, and you were pulling six, maybe seven races per race, it just made it really frustrating because if you did, you know, if you were unlucky and especially in Division 1, we found it was more definitely unlucky and, and, and race collisions rather than purposeful crashes, um, cough, cough, Harry. Um, you know, we you found that you know you would you would pit on lap one to have whatever repairs you needed to have done. You'd pull out, and then unless something else happened up the road later on, you know, or someone made a mistake and spun and hit the wall, you were just doing you know maybe sixteen laps of time trials, um, and and it was just making it quite unfortunate. So the, my, my uh, sort of theory on that being that the more races you have, you know, if we go back to two divisions, which I think majority of people are asking for, when you look at it. Um, there's more likelihood that it won't just be you that has some sort of incident and there'll be more people that are having to pit um, sort of early on. And there's a few people saying about having more pit stops. And for me, I, I think that one of the things is is the pit stops. That's where we can really look at, at sort of um, making it, I don't know how, how to put this, sort of creating a bit of a skill gap that would that would allow for a bigger race so you know the two divisions but it would it would sort of i don't want to say punish but it would reward those who put the effort into practice the manual pit stops because if you time it just right you know you you can you can catch so many seconds before you you um, before you pit and if you time it leaving right and don't hit the sides and damage yourself on the way out again the the pit stop is so um so crucial to having a really good race whereas i think um you know, some people say about manual car, uh, sorry, um, uh, identical cars and all this sort of stuff. For me, that's really not the answer no, because no, you I, will I still have, no, you know, especially in Division One, because you know, Bunsey, Soggy, if he comes back, Shelbourne, if he comes back, those guys will be up the up the road. Do the same every um, week, yeah. But even in your division, even in your division, and in, in the third division, you know, people saying equal cars because that makes it fair. I'm sorry, but it is bollocks. It, that is not the case at all. You know, it creating just, a skill it, gap yeah, by making the yeah, game more realistic is different. That's it. You know, for me, oh, I think again, it was. Yeah, for me, it's, it's a case of, you know, you look at the golf, Bertie has a handicap, exactly. Um, for me, that what he does do, um, and, and why the golf's quite competitive, I'm, I'm led to believe, it's been a while since I played it, but um, is that the, the handicap's always under revision. Now, 
it makes it very difficult to do that, especially by you know utilizing the the league setup in F1. But for me, it's a case of go back to two divisions. You increase the the amount of people on on a Monday night in each race. Yeah, you, you know you have more people racing. It's it's more of a buzz. And then what you could do is instead of having potentially only one mid-season break, you can look at maybe two mid-season breaks, and it would allow you to a couple of shorter seasons. Correct. Yeah, it would allow it. Well, have three shorter seasons, for example, rather than the two we had recently. That would allow you to, you know, allow people to join if they've say signed up and want to get involved. They've only got to wait two or three weeks to get involved, um, and it would allow for more car changes as well. Well, um, you know, or, or division changes if, if need yeah, be to, right. to, to level the playing field. Um, uh, yeah, I'll let someone else talk now because I've just bored everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but really, what, 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 do you, what, what do you guys think? Because, you know, you, mm. you guys are in Division 2. I mean, that's that's my perspective from Division 1. You know, we, we race really clean and, and we have some really good overtakes yes. and really good battles yeah. that it very, very, very rarely spills out into to racing incidents. It's, you know, and it's quite... For the most part, again, cough, cough, maybe golden beard. <laughs> um, it's quite amicable when you know people do bump into each other. It's not you know argy bargy and, and swearing and stuff. It's it's genuine. Look, oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Um, but it is also frustrating when you're on the receiving end and you you know you effectively doing laps on your own. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it. We were lucky in Div Two, weren't we? Actually, we had pretty much a ten, eleven people each week. Mm. Um, so our numbers were probably the best yeah. out of all three divisions. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even if this case of right, well, I know someone's going to crash out. I've just got to finish the race. I'm going to be in the points, which is nice. But I like having to overtake people without hitting them, Harry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, like you said, Jam. I, I did wait for the three divisions. I thought it was a really good idea, and I still do. That we don't have the amount of people turn off. Yeah, you have to have the you have to have the numbers though, and I think you know only I mean only Division Three members will be able you know the ones that turned up every week will be able to truly answer that. Is did you get you know? It's you you, all you know need to know is that you you turn up and you get some sort of points, you know. And it's just, oh, I don't know, for, for me, only having six people race every every week is just a bit boring, surely. I mean, it's not going to be nice. It's not going to be nice as, as I said, only the Division 3 people will be able to truly answer that. But um, well, actually, no, I think for, Rhino is quite vocal in each week's uh, thread after the race as well. He's like, yep, six people again. Yeah. Nice and boring. For so me, yeah, for me, you have to go to two, two divisions uh, on the current numbers, you know. Um, get them up to a good size you know because bear in mind there are going to be people that don't turn up every week but if you could get yeah. you know i mean I, I think when we were we were on two divisions i think you know one week we had like 15 16 people in each division um uh, which is yeah. you know really good it gives you something to play for you know um those are the sort of things i think we need to you know we need to get back to and then maybe we need to look at you know down the line um if we get the numbers on a weekly basis, you can then look at the three divisions again, and you know as you've done this season. But for me, you have to go back to two divisions, I think, um, because that's just—I think it makes it a bit more, a bit more enjoyable. A lot more enjoyable. Not yeah, I think just—I just, think one one last point on it as well. I mean, I I suggested about having sort of. Um, relegation and promotion and, and it'd be a mandatory um joe was absolutely right to point out that you know it's really difficult to do that because some people don't turn up you know it's not like a league game where you could just arrange it between two people for whenever 
you know it's if you're not on there on the monday night you don't race and it can really skew the results yeah um but i do think people should be um people should be more willing to accept you know like to be fair ash like yourself you know you know you would quite openly admit like i am in 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 fifa in division one and division two you know you're going to do well in division two you're not going to do as well in division one but but there should be an element there to say that if someone does consistently well in you know division two or division three in the f1 they should be looking at stepping up and they should be saying to Joe, look, you know, I think that, you know, I'm winning sort of, you know, or like you, Andy, for example, maybe fair enough, not in a Haas, which I think you had this this season, but, you know, you were very good in, was it Mercedes? Mercedes when I first came in, and but fell out of that from the beginning. The reason I was mm. winning 80% of the races was because of the Mercedes. Mm. Since I've then had a Haas and a Renault, I've not won a single race. Yeah. Um, so when you've had the like, Renault, have you been competitive though? Yeah, I've done a lot better in the Renault. Um, I was coming, oh, annoyingly, I did a Harry on about three races last season. I finished third and penalties put me to fourth. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, the Renault was about the right level because I was about to be competitive. I wasn't racing away from everyone. Um, I wasn't walking every race. Like yeah. the better races, like, I hate to say it, plunk it. Um, mm. It was in a worse car, but he was still being competitive towards the top. Um, but yeah, so the car you get does definitely impact it. And Joe does a great job in getting the cars right, to be fair to him. Um, but there are some people that are in the boundaries between, like, if we go back to two divisions, who are Div 1 and Div 2. Ash is one of them. Uh, Plunkett would be one of them. Hilly and potentially a uh, stretch me if I had like a Mercedes in this one. Um, just throwing it out there, Joe. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it's hard. Yeah. In all I honesty. mean, it, it'll be interesting. Um, and we'll find out very soon uh, what the plans are. Right. We're going to move on uh, and we're going to move back to FIFA and Division 4. Uh, so, again, I'm just going to run from top to bottom. So, uh, Tunners in first. Wizzy Fox in second um, is a name that stood out for me. Payne Wells in third. Uh, Curly, fourth. Soggy, Satie, Ryan Jones. Harry, Gaz, and then, uh, unfortunately, yourself, Brilly, down in the bottom <laughs> is space. Is there any other change? Um, so, I'm going to start with you. Um, obviously, we won't talk too much about your record. Um you know, it's, well, it's well, not Nupois. It's, it's not Nupois. I but... played league games today. I played Ryan Jones. Yeah. And I can proudly say I'm now on four points. Oh, did you get a win? I did. Don't be so surprised, Jan. Well done, mate. Well done. Literally, I won the first game. <laughs> you made three. sure you made that clear. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, I was in three. Three one up at half time and everything. I couldn't believe what was happening. <laughs> nice. That's good. Um, well, yeah, it's a, it's a win. It's a win. And, it is, you know, it is. Um, and, and then second game felt like I was playing a give one player as well. We tried to do the sweatiest of sweaty goals against me. Uh, I clipped it and I'm going in the match thread. Brilliant. That's how bad it was. Um, a name that I want to talk about is Wizzy Fox. Um, He's currently in second. He's joint top, actually, although he's obviously got a worse goal difference than Tunners. Um, do you think he stay there? Yeah, last year he was close to the top all season as well. Um, he was very unlucky not to go up. Um, I played him opening games of the season um, and he's carried on over last season's forms, doing really well. 
Um, really not surprised to see him there at all. I do think he's going to finish probably second, in all honesty, because I think Payne and Tunners are going to swap places. Oh, you think Payne will go up as winner? I do think Payne's going to go up as winner, uh, and Tunners is going to play Worm in the um, relegation promotion playoff. Mm. I mean, we, we we all want that, you know, dream playoff, though. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Andy. It would be lovely. We all want. Lovely, we all want the think, dream. I think Payne's gonna fuck it. I think R- Payne's Rhino gonna fuck Payne. It and he's gonna go up top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Payne is a player. Let's talk about Payne, Jam. I mean, he's always been a player that's you know that's toyed with the top in this division. Um, another one that's you know um, always seems to fall at the final hurdle. Um, yeah, do you agree with his motion? Do you think Payne can push into the top, or do you think Tunner's We'll um we'll do enough this season. Uh, Tunners and Payne will be top two, in uh, in my opinion. I think Wiz Fox will be the one that drops into third, and, and I think that if he goes against Lost Boy in the playoff, he will lose. If he goes against Rhino, it's a flip of a coin. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, Tunners and Payne will be one and two this season. Um, it, it, it is a t- Tough one, um, but again, I think Tunners are doing really well, and similar to Rhino last season, this is his year, I think, to, to get out. Payne's been there, he's done it, he's been up and down in between Division 2 and 3, um, but I think this will be, the, sorry, between uh, Division 3 and 4, this will be the season for me that um, that Tunners does it, and I think um, I think Wiz Fox will fall just short, but he will get in, um, he will get into the playoffs, is, is my opinion. Um, the, the one that interests me is, uh, well, there's two actually that interest me, and that's Soggy, and Sati, um, two players who, well, one who I believe would do really well this season. I thought Soggy would actually win the division, um, and he's flattered to deceive a little bit. You know, three losses. He's not doing too bad because obviously, you know, he has um, he has got the four wins. But it's interesting because I mean, he lost both games to Ry Jones, who, you know, no offense, but Andy Bilbrey, Ry Jones, for Christ's <laughs> sake, <laughs> you know. So it's, another it's mention so for you there, Andy. <laughs> it's, it's so bizarre how some people can just you know play really well against other people it's, it's crazy um, but yeah Soggy is one that for me I thought would do a lot better and Sati's obviously one that other people thought would do a lot better as well and and he's really struggling um, I think he struggled last season he's struggling this season he needs to recapture that form that I think he had the season before where he was blitzing people left right and centre um, so yeah it's, it's a tough one the, with the greatest respect to you Billy I think that the, the, the bottom four from seven downwards from from Rye Jones down you know again you can make a case that Rye Jones has the ability to go up a little bit Harry without trying to take the mick out of him I don't understand what's happened because he was competitive at one point you know he was sort yeah. of looking more towards the fifth, fourth and fifth spaces in division four but it's just not the case anymore and his goal difference as well is no, shocking with, this season with Harry he's not online anywhere near as much as he used to when he is, he's very rarely on the mic as well. Um, so I think he's not practicing anywhere like he used to, and it has impacted his playing. Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's a tough one because I think that, um, again, there's an element to say that he's, again, with the greatest threat, he's not very good at the game at the, at the minute for whatever reason. Um, but like I say, if he's not maybe getting the practice in as well, it's also not going to help him. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, it's difficult, isn't it, at, at the moment in the current form. It's difficult to see, you know, those sort of bottom three spots, you know, Harry, yourself, uh, Andy and Gaz. Um, it's difficult to see them changing too much. I mean, Rye Jones perhaps could be dragged into those sort of bottom spots, but, you know, 
I mean, we talk about, you know, Soggy. He has got those two games in hand. If he wins those, he could go fourth. But Satie's got a couple of games in hand on people as well and could end up going, you know, into fifth as well. I mean, Satie's a character that I think, you know, on his day can beat anyone in this division and and can push on towards the top. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I think there's this sort. This is another division that perhaps there's three little mini leagues in it, in that you've got the top three, top four, Tunners with Fox Payne and maybe Curly, um, and then you've got Soggy, Satie, and Rye Jones in the middle, and then maybe Harry, Gaz, and Andy at the bottom. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's there, there can be movement, there will be movement, and the ones that will be the interesting ones to watch, as we've said, is Payne and Tunners and Wizzy Fox. Um, right. We're going to move on, uh, and we're going to move on to the final part of the podcast, and that is the podcast predictions. So uh, um, we're all going to make two predictions each that we will come back and visit on the next uh, podcast. So, Andy Brill, uh, let's be having your your two predictions. So, first prediction is I'm going to back my boy Hilly, and I reckon by the time in the next podcast, he'll be out of relegation places, including the playoff position. Okay. I think he'd be in a safe position. Um, and other one, let me have a quick look at this one here. Um, I think so far it would have overtaken Plunkett in the same division as well. Mm. Interesting. Um, Jam, let's be having your two predictions. So I'm going to throw my neck out on the line and say that Sweaty will be second. And will have overtaken Berger in Division Ooh. One. Um, just looking at the games in hand and looking that Berger's got to play Brian. Brian's form's got to turn around at some point. Um, so for me, that will be uh, that'll be one prediction. And the other one is I think that oh, I'm going to make a call either way on the Rhino and Lost Boy game because it's such a big six pointer. I think is it too much of a cop out to say I think someone will get six points. There will be no draws, yes. you know. Out of who? One of them. Out of yeah. who? So, is it in Rhino and Lost Boy? Obviously, yeah. it's a six-pointer. Yeah. Is it a cop-out to say that someone will get six points? Well, you've got to say who. There will be no draws. I don't know who, though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I've got my second prediction. So, I'll keep my heavy one. I will say Lost Boy is going to get six points against Rhino. Okay, well, I'll say Rhino will get six points then if you're going to do that rhino to get six points mm. okay so my ones um the first one that i have made is uh mark wince Wizzy fox and ben to be top of the leagues of their respective divisions um that is that's my prediction and then my second prediction I've just uh, I'm just changing mine because I had originally put myself to be above you, Jam. But actually, because I'm going away, I'm going to have played a couple of games more, um, possibly by the time uh, we come to the next one. Oh well, no, actually, I say that it will all catch up itself up, wouldn't it? Here we go. Of course it will. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go for myself. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go for myself to be above you by the time we do the next podcast, and all the games have evened out, so we're all on the same amount played. That's fair enough. Okay. We'll, we'll see. The, we the point, the, the table won't lie, mate. We'll see what happens well, by the end no. of it. No, that's it. I might get six points against Ben AJ Cooper and just make everyone laugh. <laughs> we'll see what that's it. You know, we'll see. Right. Um, 
we're going. I'll tell you what didn't lie though was our result at the start of the season, um, nine two. Um, right, yeah. we're going. <laughs> right, we're going <laughs> to end it there. Um, so thank you very much, uh, Andy Boyle. Thank you for coming on. Um, you know, as always, always it's, never yeah, yeah. You know, it's always a pleasure having you on, and, and thank you for doing so. Um, and Jam, well, as always. Thank you very much for being my uh, my partner and um, being here. Yeah, yeah, no problem, mate. Um, yeah, more than welcome, and uh, thank you very much for pushing the buttons as always. Yeah, and always Andy, great. again, echo what Ash said. Thanks for coming on, mate. Appreciate it. And uh, always, always, always. If obviously, you know, if you've not been on for a while, please do PM either myself or Jam because you know we we'd love to have you on. You know, it's always good fun. It's very easy to do. Um, and it is no different to sitting in an Xbox party talking shit. You know, and we'd love to get you on. Especially if you've never been on before. If you're a new member or you're new to the leagues or, you know, you've not been on for a while, come on and have your thoughts, have your say. Um, because, you know, it is good. And we, and we need you. Um, you know, especially, um, you know, Division 2, Division 3. Um, so, yeah, please do get involved. Right. Thank you very much for uh, for listening and goodbye.